This is episode 89 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Tim Bowen. Well, I think what attracts me is the ridiculousness of their business model. And Steven Johnson. You clever, clever man. You clever, clever man. How did you put that together? Did you read it somehow? Did you figure it out yourself? Last month on Valentine's Day, when the rest of the world was focusing on love, Tim Bowen was missing Stephen Johnson's something awful. We were on the road. I was feeling a little lonely. I thought I would do a Valentine's Day post. So Tim put together a Valentine's watch list of seven stocks that he loved in February, and he published it as a blog post on StocksToTrade.com. Now today, the guys look back on that list to explain why Tim picked them and how they actually performed in February. And in the spirit of Valentine love... Stephen asks perhaps the most profound question of his life. If this stock was a girl, where would you take it for dinner? Would it be a medium class restaurant or would it be like top of the range Michelin star three? This of course coming from a man who travels to Thailand and comes back raving about the wings at Hooters. Have you had the wings at Hooters? Because I had them in Ho Chi Minh, Thailand and my God, they are finger licking delicious. It's a great episode and it's starting right now. Welcome back to Steady Trade Podcast. You know, we're going to do something not necessarily different, but I don't know if we've ever done this before. The Stocks to Trade blog. So stockstotrade.com forward slash blog. There is a wealth of information there. Um, I'm actually pretty blown away when I go there. I mean, we've got man, maybe 50 plus infographics. We've got uh, psychology articles, there's uh, stock picking articles. There's screener articles. There is a wealth of free information on the blog. So definitely check that out. And then the topic for today, as I mentioned, not necessarily something we've ever done, but want to talk about some of these picks that I did on a, on a blog post for Valentine's Day. Um, probably one of the loneliest days in the year for Steven, you know, since nobody loves him. But, you know, I, I get it. I understand it. But, um, you know, going back to Valentine's Day, broke down a lot of these tickers that were, you know, these aren't what you would call, you know, the junk stocks, the, the low float, the crazy movers, the ones that spike one day and fail. These are more quality setups where I really kind of got into that thought process of building the case, the recipe, et cetera. And, you know, if you were in la- uh, a couple weeks ago, I did the, uh, one of the, one of the open webinars. I think we had about 3000 people in there and we talked about NIO, the thesis going into the 60 minutes piece. Ultimately it came to fruition. NIO spiked big after that 60 minutes piece. And then the date of recording right now, um, later today, NIO has earnings. So there's a lot of these things that we look at, these catalysts, whether it be mainstream media, whether it be an earnings release, and all of these tickers had that. So um, again, it's a little bit different. You know, these are more big picture ideas, what I would call swing trades. And, um, you know, again, back to the blog, we've got a, a recent infographic that is, at, is exactly breaking down the difference between day trading, swing trading, position trading, and investing. So um, keep an eye on the blog. It's all free. There's a ton of great information there. So, Stephen, let me know, how, how was your trip to Thailand? Uh, you, you, finally, you finally got back. I thought maybe you got abducted by aliens. But, uh, no, no, uh, no. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I think. I think we've mentioned it. We've mentioned it before. I think in a in a previous episode. But uh, 
much to my parents' delight, I came back alive. Came back not in a box, which uh, I think my parents were worried about. <laughs> came back with a couple of tattoos, but I mean that's about as bad as it went. And and uh, for me, it's good, but for my parents, bad. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm looking on the Socks to Trade blog now, and it's and there's some uh, there's some textbook characteristics of these socks that I'll go through, and, and I just want to highlight a couple of things and see if you agree, and then and then I want to question you on just on one of the picks because. It doesn't quite hit the typical characteristics of the non-sandal wearing safe Timbone trade. Um, so, I mean, I mean, you've picked seven stocks. Yeah. I can see they're all higher price stocks, which, which is, which is interesting because, I mean, just if you look at the state of the market today, not, I'm not going to name any tickets because it's time sensitive, but uh, I'm not going to name the date, but NCTY, pets, HEPT, uh, all stocks that kind of look strong. But they all came straight back down, which is just, it's just crazy because it kind of, it, it kind of knocks shorts on the way up or it stops shorts on the way up, but then it kind of kills longs on the way back down. So it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's especially like pets. volatile, right? Yeah. Pet, pets, pets was unbelievable. Was, uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a textbook recipe. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a joke. I haven't posted my Twitter. Their, their webpage is hilarious, but, um, you know, Chinese related issue. We've seen these Chinese stocks running. But pets, I mean, you're, I mean, I guess somewhat- no, no real volume, no, no yeah. real volume pre-market. It just looked completely, completely manipulated. And then 3 million comes out of nowhere and then it's straight back down. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on with that? So, I mean, but to, to your credit, the market's a bit weird. It's a bit like, it's not like it's really going in one direction. I mean, from what I've saw today, what's, it's just what's coming up is coming back down. So these higher price socks, seem to be more reliable swing trades. The two Tim characteristics that I've picked up is pretty much everyone looks to be at a 52-week high. Yep. yep. Yes. Typical yep. textbook. The other characteristic is they haven't like smashed through key levels with with huge gains. They're pretty much at key levels. So I'm guessing you're looking for that breakout, let it support the key level, and then look for that next volume push. Yeah, the, the screener I use, and, and, and we use this one every day in Stocks to Trade Pro, is, you know, basically it's a, it's a 52-week scan, but what it's looking for is stocks that are within 2% of the 52-week high. So just like you said, you know, I'm looking for these stocks that have hit that level but haven't blown through it. You know, they're kind of in that kind of consolidation area, that getting ready to break out area because that's what we're looking, you know, you know we don't want, the huge movers because, you know, you're going to get profit taking. You're going to get people that are selling because they've been in it for a while. You want those stocks that are just easing up to that level. Then they hopefully have some sort of story. And all seven of these stocks did have a story behind them. So, Okay. So, so what I'd really want to ask you now is um, how mind-blowing is this HYRE story? Because for me, I mean, it's the last one on your list. So it might be like save the worst to last. Not it was, you know, you, you, I, it, it was. No, you're totally right. I'm actually, I'm actually impressed for the amount of brain damage you have. You can, you're no, actually, I can, of course, I can read them. I'm just a gambling addict and I can't cut losses, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can read the charts really well. But no, but, but no HYRE. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I picked it last because it was the yeah, out of the seven. Let, it's let, by far yeah. the sketchiest. Yeah, yeah. No, because I mean, the, the things that I see with HYRE, and you can go on the Stocks to Trade blog and, and check it out, but it's kind of not, it's it's the only one that's kind of not at 52-week highs. It's got a bit of resistance. 
And and I just see a lot of red on that chart. I see a lot of red days. I see no capability of whole putting two green days together with any kind of momentum. I see no real volume interest. I mean, the volume on this thing is like a few hundred thousand shares a day on a good day has a couple of million on a record day. It has like nine million. So, I mean, one, it's going to be a liquid. Two, it's not going to be a 52-week highs. Tim, what is this story that makes it that makes you so interested? Well, I think what attracts me is the ridiculousness of their business model. It is, it is, it is very, you know, you know, so, so HYRE, you can check it out. Their business model is if I'm not using my car, I can enroll in this service and, and actually rent my car to Steven to drive for Uber or Lyft. That sounds Um, dangerous as shit. I agree. Why would you ever rent your car to someone? A car, a car, listen, a car is a man's personal pride. It's, it's, this is why you spend money that you can't afford on a good car because it's yours. It's pride. Would you really give it out to someone? Some dirty man to drive around in sandals? Would you do that? I would do it if it was like a shitbox 1990 Accord. I would do it, but I wouldn't do it with my car. No. No, no, but I'm, ju- I'm just saying, I mean, we're talking about the business model. I-, I knew it was related to Uber and Swift. I saw that. but So so let me explain why. Okay, so let's okay. go back to February 13th when I picked this. One of the biggest reasons I picked this was exactly what we just went over. You know, this stock IPO'd back in the summer and did nothing but fade all the way into the end of the year. Then in January, it broke out of a three-month breakout. And at that point, and, and this is this is part of, I think this is good trading psychology because this is that counterintuitive thinking that is very yeah. effective in trading. I mean, a lot of the times doing the opposite of what everybody thinks is one of the best ideas. And I remember yeah. when this stock was at three bucks in Stocks to Trade Pro, some members were asking me about it. And they're like, hey, this is interesting. You know, what do you think? And I laughed and I mocked and I made fun of this thing for like 20 minutes. I'm like, this is the dumbest business model ever. This is ridiculous. And I made fun of this stock at three when it broke out of a 90-day break. I then put it on this list a month later when it was at 450. And now it's pushed through six, two weeks later. So the point is, you know, I picked it on the break. So I looked, I looked back at me making fun of it on the breakout at three. Then in February, I'm like, all this stock does is trend higher. We can make fun of the, the business model all we want, but Lyft has an IPO coming. They filed their paperwork. Uber has a, has their uh, IPO coming. I don't know if they filed their paperwork, but it's in the process. So now I've, I've, I've found a counterintuitive trade. And people are looking for a way to trade on the Lyft and Uber hype because you can't trade Lyft and Uber yet because they haven't IPO'd. So that's the thesis on this. And Tim, right Tim, or wrong, this stock, you, you clever, know. You clever, clever man. You clever, clever man. How did you put all that together? Just put, <laughs> How did you put that together? Did you read it somehow? Did you figure it out yourself? No, I just simply looked at it again. I, I thought back to me in January ranting for 20 minutes about how this is the dumbest stock in the world. And then in February, I'm running my 52-week scan every day. And every day, HYRE keeps showing up. And it's like, okay, maybe 
me in January is everybody else thinking the exact same thing. And whether, whether it's shorts or whatever it is, you know, you can't dispute the fact that, that, you know, it's not an original idea. I, 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 there were probably tons and tons of traders that were thinking the same thing as me. I didn't short it. I would never short a recent IPO, but you know, people do. And when they keep grinding higher, they just keep grinding higher. And the proof is in the pudding with this. Uh, but I mean, I mean, y- y- you've got a nice thesis. I mean, we'll also, I guess what we'll see, you've got to look a bit at the fundamentals and, and, and some of the technical analysis. And that's what we've gone at. That's what we gone at out of uh, Trader Checklist. But it, I mean, if the users want to visit the blog and look at the chart, just simply looking at technical analysis, I think you can draw a literal, and it's hindsight trading, but you can draw a literal perfect diagonal line from the sixes to the twos. And then when it breaks that diagonal line, it, it makes another diagonal line from the twos back up to the sixes. And it's just, do you see that when you look at the blog? Yep, yep. And it's it's almost like, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I'd be curious to see where this is now. Where's this stock now? Because it looks like it's probably just about to push from the day that you took it. Um, a couple days ago, it hit six, and it's in the 570s today. Now, slow mover. You know, you, like you mentioned, it is illiquid, but it's still in the 570s right now, which is, you know, when on the blog, it was at four. Yeah, or 380. So it's still two bucks higher than, than it was two weeks ago, which is 50% yeah. higher. So, but I mean, you've even just, you, it looks like you've just got trend followers. I mean, people have noticed that it's changed its long-term trends and, okay. and they're just buying, they're buying off that trend line, they're buying off the, the main consolidation line on the dailies, which is, which is really important. But yeah, too many people, I think like they'll leave us, they'll cut the losses too quickly or they'll just not look at the big picture. And when you just look at the big picture of the overall trend, that's when you can kind of get your better entries. That's actually a good topic. I'm sure we'll get questions, but we should do a episode, you know, draw. I don't know if we've ever done, done one where we draw trend lines. You know, there's, I mean, there's definitely a trend with HYRE. It's a choppy stock, but you know, this, this is what I call, you know, a swing trade. I mean, you would have a, you know, the biggest thing. And, and if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm doing the, the hand gestures, but you know, with these swing trades, it's smaller size and you're giving them more time because you know, you know, and I always a great example and I always back above 10, but it's been below 10 a lot. So you got to kind of give these things a little bit of room to breathe and the only way you're going to do that is with a smaller size. Because if you get too big in your size, you're going to get stopped out. I agree. If, if you get if you get too big in your size, uh, you'll get stopped out. Being too being too big is anyway. Um, we've looked. Okay, so fair enough. I, I I think that's it. I mean, I could see the technical analysis. I think the 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 part and that you H- mentioned HYRE on, is still you know you know this episode will you know typically they air a week or two down the road but um it would I mean this stock when it IPO'd in July it went as high as 650 this thing reclaimed 650 that would be all time highs and it wouldn't surprise me when this episode airs to see this thing considerably higher than 570 as of today. So, I mean, if, if this, say, say we're saying Valentine's Day, if this stock was a girl, right, where would you take it for dinner? Would it be Hooters for, for Valentine's night? Would it be a medium class restaurant or would it be like top of the range Michelin star three? Just, just to qualify it. 
and the contract. I, 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 I wouldn't take HYRE to Hooters, but I would probably okay. just take it to like a mid-tier restaurant. You know, this isn't, I'm not mid-tier. in love. I'm not in love with HYRE. It's an interesting setup. It's interesting to see it play out down the road. Again, I was, I bashed this thing at two bucks and it's at six, but, uh, but yeah, just, you know, an okay restaurant. I, I wouldn't go okay. all out. Okay, and we'll move on to the next one. I've got a couple of questions on the next one, but I just want to quickly uh, digress and say, have you had the wings at Hooters? Because I had them in Hooters, Koh Samui, Thailand, and my God, my God, they are finger-licking delicious. Have you had them? Yes, yes, I have, yes. They they are outrageous. I mean, again, most days, that's again, all I would eat. <laughs> you know, I already made this joke on a previous uh, podcast, but... I still like how you, you know, you post to your social media about traveling the world, <laughs> seeing the world. You, 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 you're now an enlightened human being. You know, you're, you're one with the universe. You travel across the world and you eat at Hooters. I'm, I'm glad you're really exploring the culture of Thailand. Uh, but there's no Hooters in Dubai. There's no Hooters in Dubai. No, but I mean, when when you talk about spiritual awakening, though, it's not like I mean, every everywhere. I'm sorry, but America's ruined the world in terms of westernizing the globe, and I, I don't mean to offend anyone, but the globe hey, has I been thought, westernized I think, I think by the, America. The, the so West started in your home country, my friend. <laughs> like we didn't we didn't take over everywhere and stop putting McDonald's everywhere. It's you guys it's took you over the world. You you took over the world <laughs> 200 years ago. You just didn't have McDonald's back. Then. <laughs> I well, we, we did, but we, but like we like took things like we like from the Indians, like we took tea bags, and now we've got tea, and we took curry, and now we've got curry. You just enforced what you've got on the rest of the world. But talking about forcing, um, Z I X I stops people, direct marketers, it stops them from forcing emails into your inbox because they've got some email encrypted technology now this this looks much more like your stock i'm just reading the first line off the blog they've, de- they've developed cutting edge technology to encrypt electronic communication and use the software as a software as a service model to earn monthly and annual fees based revenue so this is something that hillary clinton should have had am i right <laughs> yes <laughs> yes right i'm on the right track so i mean it's it's topical because hillary clinton should have had it uh, it would have been topical three years ago, but more towards the chart, what I'm looking at, I mean, cybersecurity, IT, um, for, for me, I don't know, you'll explain why it's a hot sector. I don't always see it as a hot sector, but I don't, I don't sometimes place some of the higher stocks like this as much. But yeah, I, I see the 52 week high, I see the multi day run, I see the uptrend. I just get scared that I've missed it. Like, do you not think, like, when that breakout's in the sevens, do you not think I've missed it? Buying it well, at eight. Well, again, that's why you have a plan and that's why you have a stop loss and, and, and you're right. Okay. So, so this is what, and this is one of the lessons is when I talk about building the case and all this stuff, you've heard me say it a million times. If you don't, you know, if you look at this thing and you don't like it, you know, there's 16,000 publicly traded stocks. So if you look at this email encryption thing and you're like, well, I just don't know. It's not attractive to me. Maybe it's up too much then you pass it and you, and you stick with something that is attractive to you. You know, we've got a weed stock on the, on this list. We've got a wearable tech stock on this. There's a lot of stuff you can look at. And, you know, ultimately Zixi did go higher. Um, it went as high as nine, 
but then it's now faded off. It, it, it reclaimed a new 52 week high at nine and it's been straight selling the last three days actually. So it's all the way back to that previous breakout level that you see on the blog. So if you see that consolidation area in the sevens, um, on yeah. the blog, you'll, you'll see it. It's all the way back to that level now. Um, so in the end, yeah, it went higher, but I would, I would say this, this was a failed idea and maybe, maybe it failed because like you said, it's just not that sexy of a sector. So. Yeah, but it's, it's always, it's like, this is where I struggle with these, these bigger, higher price stocks. It's like, you've got that key 52 week high breakout on the sevens. And then it double bottoms a couple of times before it rips up. But you're like, oh, well, it's just come from the 550s and now it's in the sevens. But but a lot of the time what I've realized with a lot of stocks is it's not you don't have to think about where they've come from. You've just got to think about where they are and what key levels they're breaking because okay. they can go much higher than you think, right? Because yep. it, it took us a few years to learn that. But a lot of the time I think, now oh, this is up from the 50 cents to the $3. But it doesn't matter if it's consolidated a couple of days and it's breaking that next level. It's going, it's going up to the stairs. It's going up the stairs, right? It's going up the stairs to the next, to the sky. And, and again, especially if it's in that hot sector. I mean, that's a, that's, we've seen that trend for, you know, years now. Well, I mean, you know, today we, we, we joked about pets, but I mean, pets went from like a dollar to 250 and now it's back to a buck 60, but it's a Chinese low float stocks. And, and I mean, there's no news with pets. There's nothing going on with this thing. But when you catch these things in the trendy sectors, electric cars, weed, et cetera, you're right. It doesn't matter how high they are because they can, you know, a stock can always go higher. Exactly. And I mean, and I think that's the most important thing. It's, it's, it's more, it doesn't matter how high it is. It's more. How many scanners are, is it on? How many people are watching it? It's, and it's a little bit, I mean, an important tip is like how, how busy is the market in general? Because if the market's quiet and then this is on scanners, it's more likely that people might look to buy this. Um, and if the market's like super busy and you've got a hot sector, then it's more likely this might just kind of fall away a little bit. It's where, where are the eyeballs going to be? Where, where are they going to be looking, right? Yep. And that's why, again, I love that 52 week scan because I know that basically everybody is looking at that, you know, whether it be all the way up to CNBC, whether it be Barron's, whether it be Wall Street Journal, everyone's looking for those 52 week breakouts. And if I can, cons- you know, combine something that's, you know, that's an interesting idea, whether it be HYRE's weird business model. Um, but if I can combine an idea, with a strong chart, then I know that there's a high likelihood that other traders are going to think the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, and just, I mean, I, I don't want to go too much on technical analysis when people can't see things, but just sexy. I mean, it, it's just a dream to look at technically and, it, and it, it rings true about it. it's not up too much because I mean, you have to go onto the stocks to trade blog, but if you look back in November, you see how it pops up from the four fifties up to around the six fifties and then settles down in the sixes. On yep. Zixi and back in November has that big gap up and it just holds it. A lot of people yeah. are saying, Oh, that's a, that's a gap fill. Uh, it's gapped up too big. It should come down. It's filled the gap. But then what does it do? It just rips. It just rips through after a day of consolidation, which is like, it's not up too much. You, don't, you haven't missed the move. Just let it consolidate and wait for the next leg. Yeah. But, you know, ultimately I, you know, I would love to say, Every one of these tickers worked, 
But, you know, at the end of the day, Zixie didn't work. But, you know, at, at, until it sold off the last couple of days, this thing had, you know, Friday, literally Friday, it hit a new 52-week high. Friday would have been, what, the March 3rd? And, again, these, these were stocks that I scanned on February 13th. So slow mover, it's down now. But you would have been gradually uptrending for two weeks simply by running these simple scans. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go into what you're running on the scans, but I mean, I think it's pretty simple. I just want to mention, um, NCTY. I was just, I was just going to mention the NCTY today. It's a junky stock. It's got a history feeling. It never puts two days together. It's just when you mention that it's going to do the opposite of what everyone thinks. Traded like three million in the morning pre-market and it's a 15 million float. I thought if this washes out in the morning, and it catches shorts off guard. This could be the big runner. So actually took a week, week open red to green. Didn't work out. Company losses quite tight. Lost 20 bucks. You'll be proud of us. I did, God knows where it is now, but I'm sure it's going through the ground. Yeah, it's fading. It's, it's, um, it's getting ready to break last night's support. So uh, a couple of, a couple of years ago, I would have been still in that praying that it would come back. Cut your losses. <laughs> um, for, for the, for the sake of, I mean, next question is cron. Did you just close your eyes and just put this on automatically because it's your favorite stock of all time? Well, a little bit, you know. I, I, I mean, <laughs> to, call it, to call it my favorite stock of all time is is a stretch. <laughs> now, I will say this: I fell I've never in love with it so much. I've never heard you say it so much in a year as the word "cron." I, I, I will admit that that I mean, I've been in love with this. You know, I remember spotting this in the sevens. And it's in the, you know, it hit the, it's, it's in the mid twenties now. Now I did not hold it nearly that long, but, uh, but you're right. You know, this going back to the beginning, um, you know, this was, I believe the first NASDAQ listed weed stock. And that was what really turned me on to it, you know, roughly a year ago. Now today, uh, in 2019, we've got a ton of listed weed stocks. There, there's a bunch of them out there. But the biggest reason I was always in love with Cron going back then was the fact that this was the first listed stock, you know, on the NASDAQ, on the NYSE, where every other one of them were just, you know, sketchy OTCs and pink sheets. So that's one of the biggest reasons I've, you know, Stephen's gotten sick of me talking about this one over the last year. Uh, I think it's funny. I just, I mean, I just think it's funny because if 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 you could have said to me, Tim Bones prepared six six stocks for Valentine's Day that he's in love with, and you've got to guess one of them what it'll be, Cron would have been the first stock that I would have said, and I, and I would have guaranteed none of the shippers would have been on as well. I would have guaranteed none of the shippers would have been on. <laughs> I would have guaranteed Cron would have been on. Um, so, no, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just gonna. It's funny. I can tell that you've got a safe, a safe, uh, you've got a safe personality when you're going for IT cardboard boxes. What, what's the situation with Starbucks? Is it, are you just excited about the pumpkin latte coming out? I mean, no, what, no, no, why, no, why no. do you want to invest in these? No. Um, you know, and, and Starbucks was a stock that was kind of sideways. Um, but you'll see on the blog, it was, you can see literally the day it was posted, it was a new 52 week high. And this stock has been tracking sideways since I, you know, I can't call this one a winner by any means, but it was going back to that day. Earnings had just come out. Um, market was very frothy back a couple weeks ago. I mean, we were, re- we were, you know, after the, air quotes, stock market crash in December. We were almost all the way back a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, and, and 
for lack of a better rationale, and you might laugh at this one, but if you go back to the news back then, Howard Schultz, the CEO of, uh, well, the former, I believe he's the former CEO of Starbucks, but he was the founder of Starbucks. He had just announced that he might be running for president. So, again, <laughs> no, wait, let me, let me finish before you laugh. So, you could not turn on the news without hearing about Starbucks, 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 okay. because of Howard, because of Howard Schultz. It was also at a 52 week high. They also had announced earnings. So my thought was, okay, Joe Blow, you know, my dad, you know, my uncle, your uncle, whatever are like, whoa, maybe they're going to start buying some Starbucks and maybe this thing could trend higher. Now, I know it's a stretch, and I'm not saying Howard Schultz running for president has anything to do with the stock, but it was one of those situations where see, former, you know, founder of Starbucks all day long, all the financial news, all the, you know, the CNN, the Fox News, you just heard Starbucks. And I just thought that maybe it could catch a bid and grind up because of that. At the end of the day, probably a stretch. Stock's been sideways. So. No, no, I mean, it's fair enough, but I'm, I mean, just on a, just on a more, a political point would you not have to you'd have to give it up if you become president anyway right i know i know your point is starbucks will get hyped a lot and they've had earnings and it's two catalysts and, and it'll run but i'm just thinking donald trump had to give up a lot of his companies yeah yeah well, well, well again this this isn't you know this isn't like a multi-year trade this was a multi-week or maybe a month yeah. swing trade you know no i mean i mean we're two years away from the election the the, the trade thesis on starbucks wasn't to hold it that long basically i was running my scans I had the financial news on, and it was Howard Schultz, Starbucks, Howard Schultz, Starbucks. They had earnings. Earnings were good, and it was at 52-week highs. So that's that's why it made it to the list. So, And, I mean, the thing is, at the end of, you know, worst-case scenario, if you took this trade, you're basically, you know, you're break-even, which, I mean, there's worse trades than, you know, especially if you're a part-time trader and you're busy. uh, You know, there's worse things than being break-even, in a, in a quality company, you know, Starbucks, Starbucks isn't going to gap down 20% tomorrow. Like these pennies. No, and it's, it's pretty sweet. And, and I'm, I'm not asking to market the website. I'm, I'm asking cause I'm curious cause I've not seen it. How often does this come out? Is this a special because you're in love and you're doing a Valentine's love special? Yeah, for you know, I mean, I was, I was, again, you, you, were, you were on the road. I was feeling a little lonely. I thought <laughs> I would do a, I thought I would do a Valentine's day post. So, but, but no, we're actually, that's one of the reasons we're going over this today. And we could probably skip over to, to the next one. Actually, Garmin was one I liked too, and Garmin blew up. But, uh, um, basically once a week or once a month on the blog, we're going to do a post where we throw out some tickers and the thesis behind them. Now remember, these aren't stock picks. You know, we're not, we're not telling you to buy these. The idea is like, if you go to that blog post, you'll see I broke down the methodology. So what I want you to do is take that process and apply it on your own. These aren't picks. It's kind of showing you the process and how you could apply that. Yeah. I mean, the, the only other main question I had for you, we've gone through quite a few. I mean, purely on interest. I'm, I'm just, I'm just eager to pick into that mind of yours to see why you've, you've, you've chosen some of these as I'm sure the, the audience are. So, I mean, we should definitely do this again. And uh, I'm just looking at uh, ZYNG or ZNGA is the ticker. Say it on the website. I mean, I, I had you, I had you down as a major, major Farmville fan. I didn't and learn. I, 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 no I, I, surprise. 
there's the stock, <laughs> there's the pick, <laughs> it's there. Um, but, but again, there's a lot I of actually, there's a lot of um, a funny joke. My I actually grew up on a farm, and my my dad he's pushing eighty, and he still farms one hundred and sixty acres, and he had back surgery a couple weeks ago. So he, you know, it's probably he might be laid up for planting season this year. So it was funny. I actually picked on him. And I'm like, dude, I've been watching Zynga. I'm like, all I'll do is play some farm bill and I'll be able to farm for you. No problem. And man, that pissed him right off. Anyway. Did you, did you, did you not grow up on the farm as well? Were you not a, were you not a farm lad? I I did, but this farm is small enough that, you know, other than like cleaning up and stuff, the, you know, dad only had one tractor, you know, so, um, he did everything. There, there was very limited stuff for the kids to do other than, you know, clean up, you know, cut weeds and stuff like that. So do, do, you, do you think that was just his polite way of saying that you weren't very good at farming? Or, Probably. Or do you think that's generally nothing to do. Because <laughs> to me, that, that would suggest that you weren't very good at farming. <laughs> but, but I mean, but I mean, but you, but you're great at, at, at trading. You're great at trading farm companies, so it's okay. But was it was it animals or was it crops? Crops, corn, corn and soybeans, a little bit of wheat. You know, so, so so Christmas, you've got a lot of soybeans on your plate, or? Uh, if we wouldn't eat soybeans for Christmas, no. <laughs> no, you you make some nice bread. <laughs> you make some nice barley beer. What's come on? No, oh, no, I want to hear about your past. So, so not not to get into the not to get into the commercialized agricultural business, but no, you you sell all the crops. You don't actually use you don't use any soy corn or soybeans. You sell them to a mill, and they go into you know mainly like processed foods and stuff like that. So it's a shame because you could have used the wheat to make barley to have your own beer. You could have called it Tim Bobo. That would be great if wheat and Tim barley Bobo were two different things. Yeah. Bobo but if beer. I could Bobo's. somehow magically turn wheat into barley, then you know I could, I could probably turn water into wine. You know. Well, just have wheat beer and call it Bobo's Bobo's beer, like Bowen Bobo's. Do you know what I mean? I'm so creative; it's it's mental. It, it um, is amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> I I blow my own mind every day. <laughs> I'm like I like when I'm at work and I come up with ideas. I'm like, how did I just do that? But I, but I just do it over and over. <laughs> anyway, talk us through the thesis of uh, the farm, farmland, ZNGA. Yep. So, um, idea is online gaming is hot. Now, these games aren't as hot, but you know, I'm sure all of you have seen the explosion of Fortnite. I'm, I'm, I, I can't believe anybody's listening to this podcast. I, I, I don't think that's heard of Fortnite. By the way. What's I don't that? think they're comparable. I don't think you can compare Farmville to Fortnite. I you mean, the both start with F. The both start with an F, but <laughs> that's as far as it goes. Let me finish. Completely different okay. games. I mean, Facebook yep. games versus a you know a downloadable first person shooter. Completely different ideas. But again, there's a lot of buzz around online gaming. Zynga was an earnings winner at the point that I I picked this stock, and when it was at five, it's gone as high as five fifty in a couple weeks. Meet M E E T is also an online gaming company, also at fifty-two week highs, also had Tittle. good earnings. So Tittle? that was the Remember thesis. Remember Tittle? Yeah, yeah, H E A R. Yep, yep. So uh, yeah, yeah. Did you say here? Um, how bad? Uh, you said that? meat. You said meat, but you didn't. So you've got like Z, 
You got yeah, but I mean, yeah, but I mean yeah, H, remember H-E-A-R, H-E-A-R went nuts and it's, you know, it's basically getting ready to break down now. That one, that one's kind of dead. But. Yeah, 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 but it's an example of a, a games company exploding. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, H-E-A-R, look back to May of 20, H-E-A-R, arguably the best stock of 2018. I mean, this thing went from three to 32 in like four months in 2018 all because everyone thought it was ridiculous. They're like, oh, headphones, you know, and there was like, I, I remember H-E-R was like the beginning of the, the but there's warrants short thesis. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're listening to this, definitely check out the episode with Michael Good. I think it was 86 or 87 um, where we talk about the, but there's warrants crowd, you know, H-E-R had warrants at like four or five bucks. Everybody shorted it for like a week. It proceeded to gap up to like 12 and 15 and blow everybody out. But anyway, a little bit divergent. It's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you just remind me of Elfin when you talk about the stocks of uh, 2018. Mm. I mean, El- maybe Elfin was the, in terms of volatility, it was like what? Six to one hundred and twenty or something. Uh, something like that. You no, know, I think it's crazy. It, I think it, it was like eighty, but but still, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And and then obviously um, the shipper before that. Well, oh shit, what was it? We should we should never forget this. You'll know. Well, it. dries, dries, of course. Yep. Dois, Dois. That that that's the most volatile stock I've ever seen in my life. And that that was six to three hundred or something, or six to something crazy i think it was like one it was like 140 in after hours at one point but still it did it it went like six to 140 in like three days or two days or something yeah 140 300 potato potato but uh yeah i'm just messing around but yeah i mean why don't do you want to add anything to zng i mean technically no, it's, no. it's 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 your standard multi 52 week high just broke out it's on it's on an upward trend and sympathy plays, you know, M M E E T was doing similar. So it's like you like to see the the whole segment moving together. So there, you know, I'm checking three or four boxes on my sheet that says this is a decent trade. And as of today, Zynga's near highs, you know, and we'll see where it is in a couple of weeks. So cool. Do, do you want to go through any any more? I mean, I I feel like before this session, it's not really a session. Before this recording, I was like two thirds of a circle. If, if, if we were shapes personified, I'm like two thirds of a circle. And now I feel like I'm nearly a full circle. Like you complete me. Do you know what I mean? Last I feel week- like I'm a, I feel like I'm a full circle because you've, you've made us remember some stuff. And, and I hope that the audience feels like full circles because, okay, say the last one and then let's recap everything that we've just gone over that are key lessons. Yep. Yep. So last one, and we'll just real quick is Garmin, G-R-M-N. Um, and same, same recipe, go to the blog post, you'll see it. 52 week eyes. Um, you know, it's, it, it was getting ready to re-break out. And then what I loved about this was, you know, um, wearable tech, wearable tech is very hot, you know, whether it be Fitbits, Apple iWatches. And in my opinion, I actually, I have a Fitbit, but Garmin has some of the coolest wearable tech out there and you'll see if you look at the chart now i mean this thing is at 85 bucks and pushing new highs so it's you know as of a week ago it's 
13 or two weeks ago on, on Valentine's Day. This thing's $13 higher. I think it might be at all. Let me check. It might be at all time highs. Um, yeah, 10 year highs wow. on this thing. And again, hot sector, interesting sector, cool technology. You know, a lot of people will talk to me about like, we like you joke about cardboard boxes. It's like, man, now Starbucks is boring. It's coffee, but I, the big lesson is, is focus on stuff that's cool, you know, because you want people to get excited about these ideas. And I think wearable tech is huge and Garmin has some of the best products out there and you can see it's at 10 year highs. No, and I mean, and it's so true. I mean, when you think of it in general, as humans, we're looking for that next stimulant. We're looking for that, that next stimuli and the companies want us to get excited. We want to get excited and we all want to get excited together, but so it's just pick the stuff that's exciting generally to you, unless you get excited by waste disposal and IT, which you do, but they had cool news to get excited about. But in general, it's like, what are you at? What are people getting excited about now? Wearable technology, 3D printing, cures for cancer. Uh, what, what other sectors are just hot um, right electric, now? electric cars, electric cars, Elect, electric cars, massive. Uh, anything, any kind of security in terms, and when there's been a natural disaster, or there's been some sort of shooting or some sort of huge robbery, any kind of uh, security, and 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 at those times, um, what what else? Can you think of anything else? Uh, did you mention mar- marijuana and blockchain? You know, Ma- marijuana is a huge one. Blockchain's never really picked back up, but it has its moments. It had it. You know, we're going back. I'm just kind of throwing out ones in the past. Back yeah. when. You know, in, in the fall of 2017, which time flies, man. It's pretty wild to think that Bitcoin went to 20 grand, you know, a year and a half ago now. But, but anyway, back in fall of 2017, when Bitcoin went totally vertical, I mean, we would come in in the morning. We'd have five. I mean, you'd have five blockchain related stocks on your top gainers. It was, it was, that's all there was. So, but I mean, if, if you could predict the future hot trends, in the market, I mean, you'd, you'd, I mean, I would say, um, well, let's do this. Let's, let's wrap up on this. Let's, let's, okay. let's give our each, our, our four predictions. I think we're going to be similar. Yeah. Just, I, they might be, but, but go ahead. I'll go give, first. Yeah. I'll go first or I'll, otherwise I'll just copy yours to look smart. <laughs> but I appreciate, I'd, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> I'd say electric cars. I'd say any, any kind of sustainable battery. Because I think it will go into aeroplanes, cars, bigger uh, HGV vehicles and stuff like that. I would say marijuana, absolutely, definitely. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm even hearing rumors that Lebanon will be the first country in the Middle East to, to, to legalize it. Well, I just think it's, you know, that, that horse is out of the barn. It's not going back in. I know, but, I mean, I'm, we're 10 years back in the Arab world. Give, give us a break. I mean, Lebanon no, no, legalizing marijuana. It's, it's, it's huge. Eventually, it's gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I mean, whether we see it in the, I mean, and the, the likes of, I mean, just because I know that the, the Western audience loves to hear about Saudi Arabia. Um, just also, I mean, Saudi Arabia is massively opening up in terms of it's having live concerts. It's now opening up visas to tourists if they wanna, if they wanna come in for a concert or a, a, some sort of live performance. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing. I'd say, I'd say 
3D technology, I'd say if maybe, I'm not going to say 3D printers because I don't like it. I'd say marijuana, I'd say electric cars, I'd say any kind of sustainable battery. And as a fourth one, I'm going to go with cancer because they always run. Sure. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I always feel bad to say this, but you know, as day traders, we love cancer. You know, I hope it doesn't, you know, don't misconstrue that if you've had cancer, if a loved one's had cancer, but I tell you, if all you did was run your new screener, screener for cancer, you know, uh, uh, oncology, you know, those type of terms, you can catch some huge runners. So, no, but I mean, let, let, let's just rephrase that in a better way. We love to see pharmaceutical companies and biotechnology companies making new developments in cancer, Perfect. which, which has well promising, promising news. And, and we'll love, and we'll love buying the companies that forecast that news. Better, better way. <laughs> well said. Well said. Much more, much more delicately put than, than the way I put. It just came out of my head the way I said it. I just thought it up. I just thought it up right there and then. So I'll give my four and then we'll wrap up for today. Yeah. So, so, um, I think electric cars, you know, I think that, uh, you know, electric as well as self-driving cars, I mean, it kind of goes together. I don't think, self-driving technology I, don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's making an autonomous, you know, gasoline car. So they're kind of the same. It, you know, uh, I, I just, I look at it like, I mean, I, I just think five years from now, you know, nobody's, Nobody's going to be buying cars. They're all just going to be self-driving car. You know, you're going to have a car like, I mean, this is a, a stretch of an analogy, but it's, it's like a horse, okay? You look back to the 1800s, everybody had a horse because they had to have one. In 2019, you have a horse. It's, it's a luxury. You know, it's, it's a pet. It's something you take to shows or you race it, et cetera. I think five years from now, that's what cars are going to be. Unless you're, you know, if you're like a contractor, you know, if you're a builder, if you're a, you know, a, a service guy, you're going to, you're going to still have your van. But I think Joe Blows, like, like us, you're going to, you know, it's going to be a, you're just going to order a car on your app. Now you might have a sports car that you like to take to the track or you like to take to the show, but it's just like a horse. I think that's, it's inevitable. It don't, and it only makes sense. So. No, but I, th- I think the general the general industry perspective, are con- yeah, the general industry perspective is that by 2030, the major retailers are going to stop making petrol cars, and they'll only create. I mean, you saw with Audi, they've got the e-tron out now. That's the latest kind of nice branded, uh, fully green car. I know MG are, are coming out with their own in the future as well, just because I've worked worked for a couple of them. But yeah, but I'll tell you what's going downhill. Supermarkets, uh, not supermarkets, um, not a, like c- c- commerce, retail, retail sectors. I'm reading. Uh, do you have Debenhams over there? No, no. Uh, a lot of the retail. I mean, you can. You just have to go into the malls. Uh, I mean, in England, I'm going into the malls. I don't know about America, but there's not as much footfall places. Retail's dying. Who does do the best wings of all time? It's <laughs> it's the company's dying. God knows how. God knows how. Does does uh, does what the hell is going on there? Best wings yeah, ever. Every, every, stopping. What's going on? Yeah. You know, like like JCP, JC Penny, and Sears will occasionally run, and every time someone brings one up, I'm like, no. I'm like, if you want I me to trade JC Penny or Sears, I need to. I'm I'm reading a book. You know, I'm I'm not touching those because they they just spike and then they die. I mean, it's just it's yeah. just the, it's the long kiss goodnight. You know, to borrow. Yeah. 
Tom Sykes, you know. Ship, shippers are a no. Generally, biotechs that don't have actual good news are a no. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't really think of any other sectors. Yeah, so then they'll just to wrap up mine, weed and CBD. Oh. I think, I think that is just, you know, it's everywhere. I mean, I mean, um, and I think it's just going to get bigger. You know, I, I think you look at, you know, we talk about, you know, the cigarette companies, the alk, I mean, Budweiser, Miller Coors, see, you know, Seagrams, all these big alcohol companies, they're getting into CBD. They're not dumb. You know, they, they know that, you know, there's going to be some cannibalization of their market because they're, they're, it's coming. So 5G is a big one. Um, we've seen okay. a lot, a lot of 5G movers. Um, I think that's another thing that's inevitable. You know, everybody wants faster. I, you know, I'm old enough to remember when you, it took you like a minute to get a one sentence email on your Blackberry. And now people aren't happy with, you know, 30 meg. It's just, you want, you know, yeah. more speed, more video, more rich applications. I, th- I think 5g is just a huge thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So just, just, I'll just quickly tell a very quick story. I mean, battery's on 7%, so I'll have to be quick. So we'll wrap up. We'll, we'll wrap but, up. Uh, but uh, when I was when I was in Thailand, um, I mean, back in the day, broadband was a, before it was broadband. It was like 128 kilobytes a second. I went to Thailand and they said, "Is your SIM card with one megabyte a second fast enough?" I'm like, five times faster than it used to be." I mean, it's totally fine as long as, as long as it works. But yeah, I'll I'll let you wrap up. I'll let you wrap up. No, no, and then just some of the other stuff is you know again, biotech is something to always keep an eye on, and then cloud computing is another one that I love. You know, everything is just moving to the cloud. You know, applications. I think about the business at Stocks to Trade. You know, we everything we do at Stocks to Trade, other you know, other than our app, which will probably be a cloud based app at some point. Everything we every business application we use on the back end is a cloud app. You know. We use 10 different applications and none of them, you know, are downloadable applications. I think it's just, a, you know, everything's going that way and there's just going to, you know, CRM, uh, Salesforce announced earnings today. You see Cisco at 52 week highs, um, technology, technology eats the world. So. Cool. Uh, thank you so much for the insightful blog post. If anyone wants to check it out, head over to the stocks to trade blog. Uh, and feel free to look back and, and, and while they're not picks, just see, see what the stocks are doing now. See what they've done since yep. the prediction. I think Tim's hit a, a, a pretty good score there. And, uh, and Tim, thank you for making me a full circle. Um, I really, I, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot and I'm sure everyone listening has too. I, I, you know, it's it, two years in. I'm doing my best to make you a well-rounded human being. I mean, I figure I only need 20, 30 more years and I'll, and I'll get you there. I'll be there with you if, if we're, when we're both 100 and I'll be like 70. Hi, this is Aaron, a.k.a. Double A Ron from New York City. And I like to go outside and find a stray dog, preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close, stare it down eye to eye until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real, actual prizes at their website, steadytrade.com. And if you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in New York City. (laughs) 